the family in stormy times. I'm not going to be saying anything new, but I'm going to be saying things that will refresh and strengthen us. Many, many years ago, in Bible days, we find that there was a family that lived through a difficult time, difficult season. And we can learn one or two things from that family. I read from verse 8 to 16. And the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Arise, get thee to Zarephath, which belongeth to Zidon, and dwell there. We know the story very well. Behold, I have commanded a widow woman there to sustain thee. So he arose and went to Zarephath, and when he came to the gate of the city, behold, the widow woman was there gathering of sticks, and he called to her and said, Fetch me, I pray thee, a little water in a vessel that I may drink. And as she was going to fetch it, he called to her and said, Bring me, I pray thee, a morsel of bread in thine hand. And she said, As the Lord thy God liveth, I have not a cake but a handful of meal in a barrel and a little oil in a cruise. And behold, I am gathering two sticks that I may go in and dress it for me and my son, that we may eat it and die. And Elijah said unto her, Fear not, go and do as thou hast said, but make me thereof a little cake first and bring it unto me. And after make for thee and for thy son. For thus saith the Lord God of Israel, The barrel of meal shall not waste. Neither shall the cruise of oil fail until the day that the Lord sendeth rain upon the earth. And she went and did according to the saying of Elijah, and she and he and her house did it many days. And the barrel of meal wasted not, neither did the cruise of oil fail, according to the word of the Lord which he spake by Elijah. The widow of Zarephath is a story we are all very familiar with. Her story, we're familiar with what was going on in her life at that time. But I'm going to look at her story from a different angle from what we, we have always looked at. And the first thing I want to say this morning is that the child of God is created to depend on God and not on the arm of flesh in stormy times. The child of God is created to depend on God and not on the arm of flesh in difficult times. The eagle is meant to soar and soars very well during difficult and stormy times. It goes above the clouds, above the difficult clouds that are around surrounding him and trying to bring down everything about him. When we go through the word of God from the book of Genesis down through to Revelations, you find that God always showed up and showed himself strong for his children in difficult times. God always came to meet his children, always came to show up for them, to give them a way out of the situation they found themselves in every time there was a difficulty. Which is what gives me the confidence and the encouragement that even in times like this that we find ourselves in as a nation, as a body of Christ, as a people, God will show himself strong in our behalf in the name of Jesus. The widow of Zarephath, at this point in time, she felt there was no hope for her again because there was famine in the land, just like we have in our land today. 
It's a difficult time. She felt there was no hope. As far as she was concerned, she was going to get food for herself and for her children. But when you read the previous chapter, you find that God actually told, or the, not the previous chapter, the verses ahead. God actually told the prophet, I have commanded a widow, which means he had spoken to her before time. He had spoken to her before the prophet got to her place. She knew how to hear from God. She heard God's word. It's, I'm sure like all of us, she'll hear God's word in a situation like that and she'll say, God, you know what I have in my house. The prophet is not included. It is for me and my son. I'm sure she said that to God and when she was going to look for the, the sticks, that's what she had in mind. And that's why when the prophet came towards her and told her what God had said, she said, mm -mm. Prophet, man of God, am I being? But the thing is this, I have enough food for myself and my son. And after that, the story, I mean, whatever God wants to do with us is up to him. But I love the way the story ended. She chose to believe God. She chose to depend on God. In difficult times like this, you see, the thing is this, the arm of flesh will always fail. The arm of flesh will fail. Because let's look at about our finances, our economy. What you had this time last year that could take care of you as a family, today that same amount will not go anywhere. So if you are choosing to depend on the arm of flesh, you are choosing to depend on what has worked for you before. In today's economy, it is not going to work. So we need to learn to go back to God and say, Father, this is where I am as a person. This is where I am as a family. This is where I am as your servant. We need your intervention. I need wisdom from you. I need words from you. And as we go to God, depending on him, he will give us a word in this season in the name of Jesus. When Jesus and his disciples were in the storm, what they knew to do naturally failed them. When there's a storm and water is gathering, you pack the water and you pour. After a while, the storm ceases, you continue your journey. But the fishermen were packing the water and the water was refusing to cease. And it got to a point where they had to tell themselves the truth. They said, look, if we don't wake up, we're in trouble. Somebody went to tap him and said, Master, is it that you don't know what's going on or you don't care about us enough to rise up and attend to what is going on around? Sometimes I hear people ask me questions like that. Like, God, what is God doing? Where is God in this situation? Men and women of God, I'm here to tell you that God is with us in this situation. And God will give you the wisdom even in your homes and in your family lives to cause you to shine in your environment, in your circumstances, where you are in this situation in the name of Jesus. Jesus rose up. He did what he needed to do. He just very quietly spoke to the storm and said, be still, peace, be still. And the storm ceased. And he turned to his disciples and said, well, what happened to the faith that is in you? In times like this, the faith on your inside is what will cause you to rise. It's what will cause you to shine. And it is what will cause the difference to show forth even in your lives in the name of Jesus. 
He is a pillar that remains the same no matter what the situation or the circumstance is. He doesn't fall. Let's lean on him at times like this. Let's depend on him. And as we go to God, God will give us wisdom in times like this in the name of Jesus. The man of God, Elijah, was not depending on his own intelligence to survive. Because if you go to verse 9, I think it is, he said, I have commanded a widow there to sustain. God, I mean, very simple. He obeyed the word of the Lord. He obeyed the word of the Lord. I believe that we need to get very close to our Father in heaven at this time and learn to hear from him specific instructions concerning where and what and how to go about our daily living. God will meet you at the point of your needs in the name of Jesus. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. This is a season where the favor of God will surround you. And the favor of God will cause things to come your way that ordinarily they will not come your way before. Because when you learn to trust your father, your father will open doors for you and he will open windows over your lives in the name of Jesus. I want to say that it's good for us as servants of God, as believers, to learn to teach our children what we know. Let's teach them what we know. Let's teach our children to hear God. A six-year-old child is not too young to hear God. Because a lot of us feel that like the child is too young. All he needs to know is the story of Daniel in the lion's den and David and Goliath. And those stories are good. They are beautiful. But the child also needs to know that God talks to his children. And how do I hear God's voice? Why? Because when mommy is telling that child that, look, sweetheart, we are believing God for the evening meal. The child also needs to know when God is talking to him to say, okay, mommy, when I was praying, God told me to tell you that he has never forsaken his children and he's not going to forsake us in this season. But if we don't teach our children, no child will come up to mommy and say that. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Our children, as long as they receive the Lord Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior, at whatever age it is they receive the Lord, they have the capacity to relate with God just like we have. They have the ability to hear from their Father in heaven. And as we teach them the right things, there will be a strong support to us even in difficult times in the name of Jesus. It becomes an it becomes easy to explain to them what's going on. And they'll say, hey, Mommy, when I was sleeping, God came to me in a dream and said this. May that be your testimony in the name of Jesus. Children who know God right from when they are young, they don't turn their backs on their Father in heaven. They will become children that will bring glory and honor even to your homes in the name of Jesus. We need to know how to hear God in this season how to make our resources to go beyond our expectations for sisters, women. If a guy is giving you 20,000 and you know that in a month you need 50,000, what goes on? What happens? Our Father who art in heaven, you go back to him. <laughs> Hallelujah. And our Father who art in heaven will answer and give you wisdom in the name of Jesus.
you can substitute. He can give you an idea on what to substitute. He can give you an idea on what to do. But as long as you learn to make God a part of your family, a part of the resources, a part of the business in your home, you will never lack in the name of Jesus. Yes, things might be difficult. There might be lean seasons. But God does not forsake his own people. I have been young and now I'm old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. The Lord will not forsake you and your seed will not beg bread in the name of Jesus. No matter what it is, God is a faithful father. And he keeps his word over his children. He keeps what he has spoken. He keeps his word. He keeps his word at every point in time. So while we are doing the natural, let's learn to also look to God for favor. Let's learn to look to God for open doors. Let's learn to know when to go out of our homes and where to go. And as we do that, you'll find that God will raise people that will meet you even where you need them to in the name of Jesus. What of God's specific words in your season? How do you get the specific word for yourself? What's God's word specific concerning your finances? My God shall supply all my needs. Very simple according to his riches in glory not according to our own riches but according to his own riches in glory and that means that god is not depending on what's happening in our economy he's not depending on what's going on in the world he's depending on what he has in his purse there and his purse is very big his purse will never go dry psalm 105 verse 37 he brought them forth also with silver and gold, and there was not one feeble person amongst their tribes. You'll come out of this season with silver and gold in the name of Jesus. You'll come out of this season stronger and better than you went into it in the name of Jesus. He brought them out with silver and gold, and there was not one person that was feeble. You'll not be feeble at the end of this season in the name of Jesus. Because the one on your inside is greater than the enemy who is having a free field, free flow of what he's doing. The one on your inside is greater and his strength that is made available to you will cause you to stand strong in this season in the name of Jesus. What's God's word, specific words concerning protection? No evil shall befall you. Neither shall any plague come near our dwelling. We all know that, Psalm 91. Exodus 12, 13, he told the children of Israel, he told Moses to tell them, put the blood on your doorpost and on your lintel, and when I see the blood, I will pass over. We need specific words from the Lord at this time, and the word of God has everything we would ever need. The words of encouragement, the words that will strengthen us on a daily basis, you can find them in the word of God. But we need to learn to say of ourselves what our Father is saying of us. I am blessed beyond a curse. I am blessed going out and coming in. My needs are met according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. As I'm going out of my home today, favor will pursue me. Favor will surround me. Doors will open for me even where doors have previously been closed. As we keep saying that, as we keep 
saying that the blood of Jesus is speaking for me everywhere I go. The blood will make a way. The blood protects me. As we keep saying that, you'll find that God's word over our lives will cause our homes to be stronger than even before we went into this situation in the name of Jesus. Because God is a faithful father. Whatsoever he says concerning us, that's what he's going to do. He doesn't change his mind. He doesn't change his word. He just needs us to agree with him. At the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word is established. God is already standing as one. We need to join God on his side and say the same thing our father is saying where we are concerned. And as we keep speaking God's word, that word will be fulfilled and it will come to pass in our lives in the name of Jesus. You see, where protection is concerned, Deuteronomy 32 verse 9 says there that God keeps us as the apple of his eye. Some years ago, I remember we were traveling and we were on the Abuja Kaduna road. We had, we went for a meet. Um, we traveled and we were coming in from Calabar, I think it was. The flight was delayed, the usual thing. The flight was delayed. And by 8 p.m., we were on that road. I mean, we were not even on this end of the road. We were at the other end of the road. <laughs> and the first thing that crossed my mind at 8 p.m., because we were around Suleja, between Suleja and Diko Junction about that time, was this road in the night. What are you doing on this road in the night? Do you know the stories that people have told about this road in the night? So I became afraid. How many of us have been afraid before? Ah. <laughs> Especially on that road. <laughs> I got scared. And I was sitting in the car. I was praying. Well, it was a whole family, but I was praying. And I was like, God, this road in the night, it is well. <laughs> While I was praying, all of a sudden, the Lord opened my eyes. And I saw that our car was surrounded by angels. And there was a bright light over the car. And I heard the angels say, you know, as at that point in time, I felt the word was for me. But later, as I prayed over it, I realized that it's a word for everybody who is a child of God. It's not just for me, but it's a word for everyone who calls on the name of the Lord. I heard the angels of the Lord say, these are Oga's special people. We have been commanded to take them safely to their destination and that is what we are going to do. Hallelujah. It's very easy to say it's for me but I know that as I prayed I realized that the angels Hebrews 1 14, 13, 14 there about the angels are ministering spirits sent forth to minister. That's why it says the angels of the Lord encamp round about them. So no matter what is going around on your left and on your right, you are never alone as a child of God. The angels of the Lord surround you. The angels of the Lord will protect you. And the blood of Jesus makes a hedge around you. And that hedge means that no evil can come near you in the name of Jesus. We need to learn to say that as a family. We need to learn in our homes to say that on a daily basis around ourselves because it's the word of God that we speak that protects us from the hands of the evil one. The devil is growing wild. He's running up and down. But he cannot outsmart the father that we serve. He cannot do more than our God can do. As the apple of God's eye, no evil can come near you. 
God will keep you safe from the evil eye of the enemy in the name of Jesus. God's word is not dependent on circumstances, but is independent of them. God's word is not dependent on circumstances, but is independent of them. When we say, when I say God's word is not dependent on circumstances, all I mean is that God's economy is not dependent on the Nigerian economy. God's ability to watch over us is not dependent on what's going on. His ability to do what he says will do is dependent on the fact that God is God. He's the Alpha and the Omega. He's the beginning, the ending, the omnipotent. The, he's the almighty God. There is nobody that can compare with our Father in heaven. And that's why every word that God speaks over our lives will come to pass, no matter what else is going on around us. No matter what's going on around us, that word will come to pass. Why? Because in the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. God and his word are one. God and his word are one. When we speak the word of God into a situation, we are just allowing God to come into that situation. And when God is in that situation, that situation has no choice but to fall in line. The circumstances around your lives and around the things that concern you will line up with God's word in your life in the name of Jesus. No matter what season you find yourself in, the word of God will work. The word of God will work. For the word to fail, it means God has failed. For the word to fail, it means God has failed. And that's why God will always tell his people when he shows up on the scene, fear not. Fear not because my word cannot fail. Fear not because I cannot lose the battle. Fear not because I've got you in my hands and I'm holding you. I'm protecting you. I'm meeting every need of yours. I'm taking care of everything that concerns you. God's word cannot fail over your life, over your family or your ministries in the name of Jesus. God's word cannot fail. Do what the word says. The word will yield fruit, will yield fruit in your life. It will always yield fruit. When the word says we should give, it's very easy to look at this season and say, eh, God, I'm not very sure if that word will work in times like this. But in Genesis 26, let's open our Bibles to Genesis 26. In Genesis 26, I see the story of somebody that sowed in the time of farming. Natural reasoning says in the time of farming, hoard what you have. Don't try to plant because when there is farming, there is no water. The thing is not going to, it's not going to grow. You're not going to get any seed. So our mind tells us naturally, hold what you have during farming. And that's what I realize is a lot of people's mentality now. Genesis 26 verse 1. And there was a farming in the land beside the first farming that was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went to Abimelech, king of the Philistines unto Gera, and the Lord appeared unto him and said, Go not down unto Egypt. Dwell in the land which I shall tell thee of. Sojourn in this land, and I will be with thee, 
and will bless thee. For unto thee and unto thy seed I will give all these countries. And I will perform the oath which I swore unto Abraham your father. And I will make your seed to multiply as the stars of heaven. And will give unto thy seed all these countries. And in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. Let's go to verse 12. Bible says, Isaac sowed in that land and received in the same year a hundredfold. And the Lord blessed him. And he didn't stop there. And the man waxed great and went forward and grew until he became very great. You'll grow, you'll wax great. You'll grow greater than your expectation in this season in the name of Jesus. Isaac sowed in the land of famine. This is not the season when it comes to your resources, to your finances, to keep and say, look, it's just for me and my family. We don't have for the next day. But this is the season to trust God, hear God, and sow as God asks you to sow. Because if God is asking you to sow, it means that God has harvest waiting for you. God has harvest waiting for you. It's not our business to know where the harvest is coming from, but it is our business to hear from God and sow when he's asking us to sow. And when we do that, he will open doors that will cause resources to come our way, even beyond our expectations in the name of Jesus. He brought them out with silver and with gold, and there was not one feeble person. How did he bring them out with silver and gold? They didn't have the silver and gold in the first place. But when they were leaving the land, God said, you have worked for these people for years. They owe you money. People that owe you money in this season will start chasing you in the name of Jesus. They owe them money and God said, go and collect your money. Go and ask them. And they went and they asked. And they themselves don't know what happened. They just found themselves giving them. People that have refused to answer you, they will answer you in this season in the name of Jesus. Isaac sowed in the land of famine. It does not mean, sisters, before you go and collect a house, chop money, and you now say, the mommy said I should go and sow, you now go and give chop money away. If you do that, I'm not in your house. <laughs> but there are times when you are buying things, and on your inside, the Lord brings a picture of a family up before you. And you know that that, you might not even know what that family is going through, but the Lord gives you a picture of that family while you are buying your gari or whatever it is you're buying. Just buy a little extra and send it to them. That is a seed you are sowing. And that seed will germinate and come back into your house multiple fold in the name of Jesus. It's not all about giving the money away, but it's about being sensitive to the spirit of the Lord to know what he's asking you to do at that point in time. God's word will always work. God's word will never fail where you are concerned. God will not let you go hungry as his child because he has made up his mind that if he's going to feed the birds of the air, you are much more important than the birds of the air. You'll meet every need of yours in the name of Jesus. The widow of Zarephath gave what she had. Just a cruise of, uh, just little flour she had left with oil. She mixed it. As far as she was concerned, it was enough for herself and her son. And if I know her as a mother, she would have given the child more. When the child said, okay, mommy, I've had enough. Whatever is left, that's what she would have eaten. 
But the man of God said, I heard from God and God said this. And because I know God had witnessed to her before, she said to her, if you say so, I will do it. But in her mind, she was saying, if me and my son die, it is on your head. <laughs> but she obeyed. And her obedience gave them food for the rest of that farming. Your obedience will cause your home to never lack in the name of Jesus. When God asks us to do things, he's not asking us because he wants to punish us, because he wants us to have access to the blessings that belong to us. You will enjoy what God has prepared for you in the name of Jesus. So God's word does not depend on the circumstance or the season. It's ir God's word is God's word. God is God. His word cannot change. And his word is always settled where we are concerned in the name of Jesus. Don't push your time with God away in this season. It's very important. We need to be close to our father. We need to talk to him daily. We need to know how to hear from him. We need to know what he is saying. Psalm 23, we know that, but I'd like to read the amplified version of verse 3. Times of refreshing will always come from the presence of the Lord. There are times when, as a child of God, especially in difficult times, in your home, especially for you as the head of the home, I pray for the heads of homes of families a lot. Because in times like this, they are the ones that, Daddy, I'm hungry. Sweetheart, there's no school fees. Sweetheart, uh, water bill. Sweetheart, what you gave for food is not enough. So I pray for the heads of homes a lot. out to God and say, Daddy, I'm tired. There was a day we were praying in church, one of our services. I was leading a prayer and all of a sudden I just felt as if I was in, you know, in the midst of water, very strong water. As if I was in a sea and the sea was choking me and I... You know, you have that feeling of you are gasping, you are looking for air, you feel like you, you want to give up, you feel like, God, it's too much, I think I've had enough. God, mm -mm, it's enough, please take it away. And as I continued praying, I just realized on my inside that God was saying that a lot of his people are going through that situation where they feel pressured by circumstances around them, where they feel pressured by the situation, both security-wise, both financial-wise, everything going around them is putting pressure on them. And the Lord said that time I should tell his people that he has not forgotten. He has not forgotten. And it's that same thing I'll say to you this morning. God has not forgotten you. God knows what is going on. And God will cause things to turn around where this land is concerned and where his body is concerned in this nation in the name of Jesus. God has not forgotten. You might feel as if you are under pressure. You might feel as if you are struggling for breath. But I want to know that your father in heaven knows what's going on. And he has plans to take care of you. But we need to spend time in his presence. We need to go before him on a daily basis. Not preparing for what we'll tell people, but preparing to receive for ourselves. One other thing I've realized I do. There are some scriptures on a daily basis I don't play with. 
There are some scriptures I don't play with on a daily basis. You need to have scriptures for yourself on a daily basis. On provision, on protection, on healing, and I believe on guidance. Because, because those are important areas in our lives. We need to have the word of God running through us all the time. So that when things come up, those words will rise up steadily. It will build faith on our inside. And it will help us to know what to say at the right time. God's word is not meant to, to fill our bookshelves. Neither is it meant to decorate our tables. It is meant to be in our hearts. It's meant to come out of our mouths on a daily basis. The word you speak, what you say of the Lord, what you call your father in heaven, that is what he becomes to you. Even on a daily basis, you have the Lord is my shepherd with you as a verse that you're going over and over in your mind. God will be a shepherd to you. He'll meet your every need and you make sure that you do not lack where health is concerned. You do not lack where resources are concerned and his angels will watch over you every minute of the day in the name of Jesus. But what are you saying concerning your father? What are you saying concerning your father? God's word that we speak, God's word that we declare over our lives, those are the words that will come to pass. Not the ones we preach, but the ones we will know. This is a season where we need to know God for ourselves. Find the word of God for yourself this season. And those words will cause you to stand strong and shine as a light wherever you find yourself in the name of Jesus. The child of God is meant to be a light in, in every circumstance. It's meant to be a light in his environment. Stand there as a light. And the darkness that is all around you will give way in the name of Jesus. Don't feel so tired and overwhelmed. God is a giver of life. Listen to his word. Feed from him. Listen to faith-building words. Very simple illustration that is not far from us. Very, very simple illustration. We all know what's going on in our states in terms of security issues. We run a school. And because of the incident that happened last week, one of the days, parents showed up and they were asking for their children. By the time we talked to them, what they were listening to was what informed that decision. What do you listen to? Are you listening to the word of God or are you listening to the voice of your friend that tells you that there is trouble and God has forgotten how to take care of his people? God has not forgotten how to take care of his people. No matter what goes on, no matter what we see, no matter what the enemy throws at us, God has not forgotten how to take care of his people. God watches over his people. Day and night, his eyes are open. The Bible says, he that keepeth Israel does not slumber nor sleep. If he's not slumbering and he's not sleeping, it means he's watching over his people. What are you listening to? I'm on social media, but social media a lot of times, this is what it does. 
It doesn't give you peace. As you are listening, <laughs> fear. Let me give us all one very simple assignment. Let's spend as much time on our Bible as we spend on the social media. Just a simple assignment. Let's spend as much time in our Bibles as we spend on the social media. Let's do it for one week. At the end of the one week, you can come and look for me and tell me the difference. Because the social media puts fear. It tells us everything. It's good to know what is going on. But I have made up my mind that if knowing what is going on is going to make me feel that my father in heaven is failing me, then I'd rather not know what is going on. Because my father in heaven can never fail. It can never fail. And if me as mommy in the house or daddy in the house feels that God has failed, what am I going to tell the children in the house? God's word is forever settled in heaven. He that keepeth Israel does not slumber or sleep. God will watch over you, protect you, and keep everything that concerns you in the name of Jesus. Build yourself up in the Lord. Refresh yourself in the Holy Spirit on a daily basis. Jude 21, Jude 1 21 says, building up yourselves in the most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. Take up, make up your mind that you will strengthen yourself. You will refresh yourself. That way, no matter what hits you on the face, you will have the same faith to keep you going. Jesus was never taken by surprise. No matter what storms hit him, no matter what came his way, he was never taken by surprise. You will never be taken by surprise in the name of Jesus. Your father will always give you a word ahead of time. And you'll know where to be at what point in time in the name of Jesus. God is a faithful father. God is a faithful father. His words are yes and amen. And whose words will never fail over our lives in the name of Jesus. Don't allow fear to find a resting place in your heart. In this season, we don't need fear. In this, this, is, in this season, we need to be strong in the Lord. We need to stand strong in the word of the Lord. We need to stand strong in who we know God is. Who we know God to be. Who God has been in the past. And the Lord, I change it not. The same God that kept his people in the land of Egypt. He will watch over us. He will perfect all that concerns us. And bring to pass everything he has spoken concerning our lives in the name of Jesus. God has never failed his child yet. And he will never fail you. He will never fail you. He will never fail you. Don't allow fear to find a resting place in your home. Don't allow that. Don't allow that. Find words in the Bible. Find words in scripture that tell you that God is still alive. <laughs> and the God that we serve, he's there. He is there. He is there. Keeping you as the apple of his eyes. Psalm 91 is a good place to, to know as a family. It's a good chapter of the Bible. It's a good, um, yes, it's a good chapter of the Bible to allow your children to know. They should be able to say it even in their sleep. Because the word we speak, I will say of the Lord is my refuge. The word we speak is a word that makes a difference where we are concerned. It's a word that brings deliverance. 
is the word that meets our needs. God's word will not fail in our lives in the name of Jesus. Finally, we need to learn to meet each other's needs as a family. We need to learn to meet each other's needs in difficult times. In times of pressure, there's a natural human instinct to turn to people you love, to turn to people that are family, to turn to people that are close to you. For couples, husbands, wives, don't push yourselves away. Learn to listen to one another. And that's why I said that it's very important that for ourselves, we need to learn to receive refreshing from the presence of the Lord. Because once we are refreshed from the presence of the Lord, we will be able to minister to our partners. We will be able to minister to our, to our spouses in our homes. Difficult times like this, we need to hear encouraging words from one another. I'm not going to read it, but 1 Corinthians 7 verses 2 to 5. We need to learn to minister to one another in the right way. Because when you minister to your spouse, when you minister to yourselves in the way God expects of us, you'll find that as a couple, as a unit, you become stronger. And when you are strong as a unit, the enemy cannot stand against you successfully. He can try to hit you, but he will always bounce off the shield that is around your home. But that shield will only be there if as a couple you learn to be together, you learn to stand together, you learn to fight together, you learn to pray together, you learn to discuss together, you learn to be there for each other. Don't feel your wives will not understand what is going on. Don't feel your husband will not understand what you feel or how you, you the pressure you go through when you go out. If he doesn't help him to understand, men, if your wives are talking, listen and try to understand and vice versa. Everybody is under the same pressure. But God put us together that we will meet each other's needs. As we learn to meet each other's needs, as we learn to stay together the way God has placed us, the force, the, the force that will face the outside world will be multiplied. As you know, the Bible says, one will put a thousand to flight, two will put ten thousand. Naturally, you say 2,000, but it says two will put 10,000. A strong force in the home will be able to withstand every attack of the enemy against that home in the name of Jesus. Learn to fight together. Learn to pull together. Learn to stay together as a couple. And as we do that, the strength of the Lord will be made multiplied. And God will cause everything we go before him with to be met in the name of Jesus. God is a faithful father. This might be difficult times, but I want to say that we serve a God who is more than able. We serve a God who is bigger than everything the enemy can throw against us. Greater is he that is on our inside than he that is in this world. And the greater one on our inside has made us more than conquerors. We will overcome everything this circumstance, this season brings against us in the name of Jesus. We are going to stand strong. And we are going to defeat the enemy even in his own game in the name of Jesus. Because God's word over our lives will never fall to the ground empty.
God will bring to pass everything he has spoken concerning each and every one of us in the name of Jesus. Let's rise to our feet this morning. Let's thank God for his faithfulness. No matter where we are, no matter what is going on, let's thank God. Because he's a faithful father. Let's thank God because his words over our life are words of strength and encouragement. Let's thank God for his mercies. Let's thank God because his angels encamp round about us. As his children, wherever you are as a child of God, you are never alone. The angels of God surround us. The blood of Jesus makes a hedge, makes a difference where your life is concerned. The blood of Jesus speaks for you wherever you find yourself. You'll never lack bread to eat. You'll never lack wine to drink. You'll never lack the oil that you need. Even if it means going through the rock, God will cause oil to flow for you out of the rock because you belong to him. Father, we bless you. Father, we thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you for your loving kindness. We thank you because your words of our lives are yes and amen. Your words can never fail. Your words will never return to you, Father, without performing what you have said it should perform. Therefore, Father, we thank you this morning because as your children, we've come before you knowing that every single part of our lives are under your watchful eyes. Father, I thank you because you are a faithful father and your words of our lives are yes and amen. As a family, as your children, we hold on to your word. And I thank you because every word spoken about your children will be fulfilled and it will come to pass in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you because you said in your word that no weapon fashioned against any of your children will prosper. You said in your word that no evil will befall them, neither shall any plague come near their dwelling. Father, no matter what happens on our left or on our right, we are free from every attack of the evil one in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you because you are the great provider. You are the one that meets the need of your children. You meet the needs of your families, no matter what kind of need it is, no matter how much it is. Father, even in this season, your people will not lack for bread, they will not lack for water, they will not lack for wine. In the name of Jesus, you will cause us to shine as a light wherever you have placed us. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you because your word is yes and amen. We choose to believe your word. We choose to speak your word. And we thank you because the blood of Jesus will always surround us wherever we go in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you because your word will not return to you void. Thank you for fulfilling your word in our lives. Lord, we give you praise. We give you glory. In Jesus' name we have prayed.